Welcome, everybody, to the Fast Movers Dynasty podcast, the exclusive podcast for the Winners at War Dynasty League. This is a special episode 31. I'm your host, Jin, and with me, as always, is our leader, Commissioner Extraordinaire, and Brock Purdy, and Joe Burrow's nickname consultant, Lance. What's up, Lance? What's up, bro? Long time no talk. I know, man. I'm glad you made it back safely. Yep, thank you. Congratulations on, you know, advancing the playoffs. Yep, one more matchup and then it's the Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. And of course, we can't talk about the championship journey without the man who talked the talk and more importantly, walked the walk. We got Mina, the manager of the one and Duns. What's up, man? What's up? How's it going? Good, Mina. I mean, congrats, dude. Like, what a championship run you made this year. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, hopefully it's it doesn't work out to what my name is, the one and done's. Hopefully it's at least three, but yeah, you know, you gotta win three in a row to build a dynasty like um Daryl says. So Daryl has some lofty goals. He's he's he's, he's he has a lot of work to do if he wants to get that done. Um <laughs> again, congratulations on the win. And to be crowned our first ever champion and getting that elusive first title of your career. Yeah. First title of this, <laughs> my career in this dynasty. But yeah, hopefully it's, you know, I repeat next year, you know, pull a, pull a Lakers back to back. We'll see from there. Wait, when was the last Lakers back to back? I mean, that's like over 10 years ago. I don't know, man. Maybe you should have said Warriors or something if you wanted to be more current. But I meant like anyway. you know the the three peat Lakers, not the oh, OBH there you go, there Lakers. we go, three peat. Truly, yep. I like that. I like that. Yep, yep, yep. You guys are the last one, huh? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, um, yeah, dude. So Lance, Mino, we we come together here to go over your championship journey. Uh, we brought you on, you know, talk about uh, how how this year went. And I kind of broke it down into four pivotal moments of your season uh, based on your moves. And and we just want to get how you thought, um, your thought process and just your feelings throughout these um, moments. Um, what do you think about that? Yeah. Yeah. Shoot some questions. I love it. All this. right, man. So um, let's let's start with the draft. Okay, so we're going to start at the very beginning, startup draft. You're at the 106. And uh, you drafted a, you know, quarterback named Joe Burrow of your Cincinnati Bengals. Go Bengals. Good. Um, hope you make it to the Super Bowl. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. You didn't actually want to draft Joe Burrow. Uh, no, you're not wrong. I was trying to so, go receiver first round. I think it was Justin Jefferson. Um, I don't know. I don't think I would have had the same success if I didn't make a mistake because I think I would have, I didn't realize how crucial the quarterbacks were, especially a young quarterback. And that turned out uh, towards the middle of the season. I think I was having a quarterback crisis. So I think it would have made it worse. Yeah, man. So, Lance, what do you think about that? Like, what if he went Justin Jefferson over Joe Burrow at 106? 
Um, yeah, I was well, so so why did you pick him then instead of Justin Jefferson? Was it time or was it I think it was time. Yeah, time. Yeah, that, yeah. that time goes by real quick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but um looking at Mina's draft, like I feel like the top six is where you wanted to kind of be in a startup. Um, because you're like at least can get a quality QB, you know what I mean? Um, but I think if he did go Jefferson first, I think he still would have done really well. But, I mean, he would have been hurting for QB, like he said, you know, because at one point, who were you starting? <laughs> uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was really betting on uh, Winston. Mm-hmm. Um, and that definitely did not pan- Like, that's why I had to go with Andy Dalton. But I thought he would be doing way better um yeah yeah and that just didn't pan out and then i forgot who i st- like i was starting i think i had colt mccoy at one point yeah and then yeah and then yeah. i got Tua after that and then Tua towards the end of the season he had his injuries yep yep getting a little ahead of yourself there but yeah so joe burrow i mean i mean think about it lance if, if he went justin jefferson and let's say Daryl went Jamar still, then you could have had Burrow at 10. What yeah. were you, 108? Wow, that could have been crazy. Yeah, I'm actually but, looking at Mina's draft right now. And if you did not draft Burrow, I mean, when you did draft Burrow, the next QB you took was in the 11th round. Yeah, he Winston. would have been in trouble. Yep. So your team, I think, would look totally different if you just went Jeff, uh, Jefferson first. Um, because you're going to be taking a QB probably in the next like couple rounds. So, um, but I mean that draft, looking at that sixth round and Travis Kelsey, man, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey won people championships this year, and Mina had him at a sixth round. Yeah, just playing like elite. So I think that was huge for his team. Yeah. So let's go over. So rounds two through seven, you went, you went hammers, man. You went Cooper Cup, Brees Hall. Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Travis Kelsey, and Mike Evans, six rounds in a row. Those are all, like, at the beginning of the year, you would have to say those are all, like, must start. You know, in a in a redraft especially, that would have been, like, give him the chip already, right? So oh, you yeah. went you went win it to win it this year, like you said, the one and dones. Uh, what was your thought process? When did you decide, like, man, I'm just going to get all these guys. I don't care how old they are. They're the best at their position right now. Let's win it right now. I think it was when I started to see that these guys aren't getting picked. So, like, I felt like a lot of um, people's strategies were, of course, a long-term game. So, it's like, you know, if I have the chance of winning it this year, why not? And I think that's what pushed me. Yeah, dude. I mean... Right when everybody zigs, you zag, right, and then you might end up with advantage. So, kudos, good. Um, you you made it work, and it and it paid off. Lance, what do you think about that strategy? Just go all vets, except for, other than Brees Hall, of course. Yeah, I, I think like in that second round, once you take Cooper Cup, you're kind of like in a win now mode, anyways. Um, but then, so that's why it was kind of. I think during the draft, like when you drafted Brees Hall, I was like. Or after you drafted Cup, I'm like, okay, Mina's going all in. And then you drafted Brees Hall, and I was like, well, he pre- that's a rookie. You know what I mean? Like, is the timeline, like, linking up? But Brees Hall started off killer. 
you know what I mean? And then the next four rounds, you're just taking veterans that are proven. And I'm like, damn, Mina's going to have a, like a pretty solid team this year. Yeah, most deaf. Um, you know, so yeah, so that was your draft. Um, I mean, you got like other guys that you know, depth pieces, young guys. Um, AJ Dillon, Gabe Davis were your next two picks. I mean, up and down, but um, AJ Dillon, um, surged at the end of the year, and then Gabe Davis, you were able to turn him around, um, in a trade that we'll talk about later. So, what was your What was your mindset on drafting those two guys? A little bit younger, um, not rookies, but but younger to the point where they still had more um, growth ahead of them. Yeah, I think both of them were just explosive players. Um, I believe last year AJ Dillon was rocking it when Aaron Jones was out, and then so like that was just a prime example. And then same thing with Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis was big, what big game Dave or big game um, Gabe. And like, he was going off last year, you know, and he had a lot of big performances. So I knew that this year he was going to be, just be that guy, which I, or I thought he was going to be that guy um, more so, but like, he just didn't have the same turnout as much as last year. So let me ask you, Lance. So he had a choice. He could have went AJ instead of AJ Dillon. He could have went Kenneth Walker, and instead of Gabe Davis, he could have went George Pickens. So, um, what is your? I mean, I think he I went think... Brees early. So why not mix some rookies and vets? But I guess what what do you think about that, those choices? Honestly, I think we could all look back and be like, "Damn, I should have picked this dude mm -hmm. instead of this dude." But I think, um, you know, time came into play. So, like, when Heck you're coming yeah. in that eighth and ninth round, you're like, holy shit, one minute is coming up quick. Like, who the fuck do I pick? So, honestly, sometimes, like, these picks are going to be random. Like, it kind of went was pretty interesting to see because, I mean, I, I'm sure most of us, like, towards the 10th part of the round, we're just random picking. But, like, during the year, they actually do good. You're like, holy shit, that was a good pick. Like, you know what I mean? But... Um, yeah, I thought AJ Dillon was a solid piece. I mean, he was just feasting in the wintertime, but mm -hmm. a bit disappointed with uh, Gabe Davis this year. But um, I mean, he's we'll see what he can do uh, next year. He 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 can't put up huge games, you know. Yeah, bro. Mina, so AJ Dillon, were you banking that, you know, um, Aaron Jones seems like he always gets hurt. And once he gets hurt, AJ Dillon would just be that beast, right? That's probably what you're thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't think it was going to be like towards the end of this year where they had kind of a committee going where they're both guaranteeing double digits without exploding, but they're just um, consistent with double digits for the ends of the year. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought, you know, like Aaron Jones was going to go down or AJ Dillon was eventually going to take over. That's what I thought too. I had him in a redraft and I just, I just kept him all year just hoping and i mean he did okay in the end um but yeah aaron jones i mean he went down with an injury or two minor ones but he was never like fully out so i was like wow eight wow aaron you you were pretty healthy this year so yeah well that's that's how it works that's how the nfl works one one time sometimes you're injury prone and the minute you're not you're not right so um yeah, man, after the draft, your team definitely looked like it was going to be a force to be reckoned with, at least in year one. We'll see how it goes the next few couple years. But 
year one definitely is like wow this guy's team um i mean it was it was looking really good there was a couple guys that we felt maybe had a chance to you know challenge you and and micah did take you to the i mean every last point mattered in that matchup so it was close but your team top to bottom at least the the starting lineup and the key depth pieces was definitely on point so lance after the draft what were you thinking about mina's team Yeah, I mean, Mina's team obviously was going to compete and stuff. But, I mean, Mina, was there any – I might be jumping ahead, but did you ever feel uncomfortable this year? Because, honestly, uh, you were on like you were on the top for most of it, you know what I mean? So, um, your team was just clicking on all cylinders. Um, and then coming up next, we're going to talk about, like, week five and stuff. But you just found a way to keep chugging along, bro. And, you know, that's what – you need to make a championship run. And, well, Mina, before you say anything, we don't, like I said last time you came on the pod, we don't want no political correct, like, oh, I, you know, I, I all the teams I respected, blah, blah, blah. We want the honest truth. Mm -hmm. Talk your shit. You want it. You deserve it. Let's go. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, I just thought I was worried a couple weeks. Like, it was those weeks where Mike Evans wasn't producing, and then Cooper Cup got hurt, and Gabe Davis wasn't um, producing either. And so I was like, yeah, I'm kind of screwed right now. And I think that's when uh, you said you were going to ask this later, but, like, about the trades and stuff, that's when that started happening. Um, you but, had to overcome a lot of adversity this year. Yeah, and I had to trade away. Bombing, right future pieces you know at to trade away i mean like cooper cup of course his age is his age but like he's still you know a bomb ass receiver so it was, it was just kind that. of a risk but yeah i mean there was points that i was scared and then there was points like oh this is my guaranteed league you know and <laughs> it turned out it was a guarantee still so guaranteed still yep love it yeah i mean you made some key pivots um so the second pivotal point that i wanted to bring up is um it's kind of a journey week five right is when we see Brees hall break the fuck out right and he just like shows the league like this is who i am let's go i mean how pumped were you after the week five six those two weeks man oh yeah dude he was really busting it out and he was just showing himself as being a rookie to be reckoned with, you know? And I was pretty psyched because he's a rookie. So I didn't think of that much of my pick. Like, I just read about him as being, like, a, a pick of great value for um, Dynasty Leagues. But I just didn't think it was going to pan out like that or that, I guess. Yeah, Lance, looking from um, the outside, Brees Hall, man, week five, six. Oh, we, we oh, talked yeah. about him a lot those two weeks. Yeah, um, he was one of those rookies that I didn't honestly know until, you know, coming to the draft, like, who he was. But he definitely showed out um, this year when he was playing. So, I mean, Micah's, I mean, Mina's team, sorry, got get stronger. We're like, oh, fuck, like, there it is. <laughs> Exactly. Right. I know, right? He has Henry and Cook, and then it's like, wow, this guy's going to be playing in his flex all the time? Like, whoa. But then week seven happens. Yeah. He goes down with that ACL. So, Mina, like, 
when you when you see the news on the ticker on the sleeper app, well, what you feeling, bro? <laughs> that Jin's about to text me any second now. <laughs> I love it. So you had no worries. You knew something was gonna happen. You were like, no worries. I got it. No, I saw it, and I was, I was, I was disappointed, and then, but I honestly was waiting because I was like, this is this text message is coming, and of course it came, and yeah, that went into the second phase of the. That was the first trade I made. It was, it was, and that that trade. So you got Damian Pierce. <laughs> Tua, Brian Robinson, Andy Dalton, and 2023 fourth. And you sent out Brees Hall, 2023 first and third, and your 2024 first. So clearly that was an all-in move, right, to win it this year. Uh, talk about it. Talk about it. It was. I mean, that's – I think I, at that point, I was like, okay, this is going to kind of screw me over. Um Maybe, maybe when these players are starting to retire, you know, um, which is or coming up, you know, or they're going to be slowing down my main players. So I know I knew that those draft picks really do matter if, um, if I didn't win this year, you know, or if my team wasn't as compact as it was this year. So I had to make sure to make it count, and that's why. You know, it's all or nothing at that point. Yeah, yeah. Lance, from an outsider's point of view, um, when you saw this trade, what what was your what were you going what was going through your mind, man? Who was this? Like one of the first like blockbuster trades in. Nah, me and Andy had the the Tyreek Hill trade. Oh, Tyreek. By by the way, Mina, you were down on Tyreek and you refused to give him or trade for him for even like the smallest package. I was I Yeah, I, I do look back on that trade and but I just wasn't sold on Tua in the beginning at all. Like I just right. and that was the biggest thing is that like I couldn't like I couldn't see Tyreek having the same impact as he did on the Chiefs with um an average quarterback at the time, a guy yeah. that was an average quarterback. So that's why I thought his stock was going to fall. And it, I was completely wrong. And Tyreek, if you're listening, man, I'm sorry. I doubted you, bro. You, you're number one on the field over there, number one on the hearts, bro. It's okay. Everybody doubted him, including me, because I gave him up for very, very minimal gains. Uh, but Lance, sorry. Uh, uh, this um interrupted you there yeah this was the second blockbuster but this was the uh big blockbuster in the sense that um you know uh, mina was bringing in the calvary so again what was your thoughts again um i like looking at this trade at the time i was like what are these first rounders for because mina's getting back uh damien pierce was looking pretty good at the time too and i think tua getting to it was like such a roster strengthening move could it's because he started to play like great right um so overall i, I like the bo- the trade for both of you because jen you weren't competing this year you get a you know prime piece in Brees hall and you get more picks and mina needs all these dudes to play now and he got four of them <laughs> so um yeah like pretty crazy trade 
Yeah, dude. So this was definitely uh strengthened your roster for the middle of the season for that the the bulk of the season there. Um, Tua sliding him into Superflex definitely helped. Um, Damian Pierce was looking like a G for a long time until he got hurt. Um, so that definitely helped you along the way. Um, but then week nine happens and your other stud Cooper Cup goes down, and bro. I got to tell you, like the trade we made might have looked good, but I think this is the trade that really turned your season around and, and might actually turn your turn your franchise around for like the next few years. So Lance, now I want to start with you on this. So Cooper Cup goes down. He trades Cooper Cup, Gabe Davis, Brian Robinson for Mike Williams, CD. Uh, and then they swap draft picks, which is actually only like a four pick difference. So that's negligible. So Lance, what you want? When when this went down, Lance, we we talked about it a lot on the pod. So Oof. how you feeling looking back on it? I thought that was highway robbery over here. You know, Mina getting this trade. No, nah, no, nah, I'm just I'm just playing. But no, um, you're not. I I thought it was too, dude. I mean, like, like the ooh. yeah, like the problem with not the problem, but coming from the draft, M Mina's team was old. You know what I mean? Mm. And these last two trades, he gets arguably like player you know very good players this year and for years to come so he turned his like biggest weakness in his age you know in a dynasty league and he's trading for like young studs you know so um who cares about them picks because i mean you're probably not getting a, a player that will have those like Tua impact or you know like a cd lamb impact um with those picks and he's in win now mode and dude i mean just hit that one out the park i think yeah, in my opinion, Mina, this was almost too perfect of a trade for you. I mean, like you said, you got younger by getting CD over Cooper Cup. And you could already argue that CD Lamb is going to be better than Cooper Cup starting next year, starting like week nine when he got hurt. Like this is downhill for Cup, uphill for CD. So you got him. I mean, like, dude, I think this really changed the season for you. What are you thinking? Yeah, um, I was in panic mode at the time when that happened, and I did run to Mike for a trade. Um, like I was browsing trades the whole time to see who's the person I can get, and I saw the CD Lamb, and I saw Mike Williams, and I was like, Mike Williams is definitely old, but he can still produce right now, and then. I saw the opportunity give up um, Gabe because I just didn't like his output, but like he still has that opportunity to make a big game. And then just giving up Brian Robinson just to throw in a little bit something extra to make it worth his while. But um, yeah, I was worried that I gave up too much in the in the beginning, but I think it worked out perfectly. Can can I jump in real quick, Jin? Yeah. So I think we broke this down, right? So let's say Cooper Cup for CD Lamb. Like who like who would you prefer? Like I guess in the next coming years, I would have preferred the CD Lamb side, but you could argue next year and the next year after that, like I would not be surprised if Cooper Cup outperforms him. So and then we're talking about the picks, right? So like that difference is the pick swap. So I could see it, I guess. And then we broke it down, uh, Gabe Davis, Brian Robinson for Mike Williams. 
And then that, that kind of like was like, mm, okay, yeah, I guess so. But like knowing that, you know, CD Lamb came up huge and, you know, Mike, uh, Mike Williams was, you know, playing pretty well too um, before he got injured and, you know, he came back. But um, yeah, if you look at it that way, it's less crazy, I think. But I think Mina just getting that piece in centerpiece and CD Lamb just strengthens your roster for years to come. Yep. Just to put it simply, I mean, to me, all the other pieces, Gabe Davis, your picks, Mike Williams, Brian Robinson, to me, not important. It's 23-year-old 23 CD Lamb versus 29-year-old Cooper Cup slam dunk. Mina, you, that was a home run. Home run, slam dunk, whatever you want to call it. That was awesome. So kudos to you. I mean, geez, yep. man. Especially since Cup got injured. I think if that trade, yeah. let's say Cooper Cup was healthy, I think you still do that trade, and it's still a slam dunk trade. One hundred percent. Yeah, Amina, that was yeah, man. That that actually could keep your keep your team like more competitive, even as your other guys start aging out, because you have a cornerstone wide receiver on a on a pass happy. They want to throw the ball, no matter how whatever Pollard and Zeke. They still want to. They want to be that prolific, explosive team. So, yeah, man. And Good those move. and those type of receivers are getting pretty expensive. Like we've kind of been posted around to see how much it costs. And um, in this league, like those prize wide receivers are few and far to come by, and they're expensive. So, um, great pickup. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, dude. So that basically that that was the last like major move you made um on your way to the playoffs, and you you rattled off a huge winning streak at the end, and just just took the bye easily. Um, so congrats on that again. And then you just kind of fly by the playoffs, like not not any any worry at all during the first. Um, I guess you only had one round, one uh that one round after your bye. Were you worried at all about your opponent? Who did I play? Yeah, see you def. So I guess that's a no because you don't even you don't even remember who you played because it didn't even matter. I think you played Ryan. Was that right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You put up like seventy points, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yes, sir. Let's, let's just say I was shaking in my sheets. Yup, yup. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. That's pretty funny. And then we got to the championship game, right, Micah? Yeah, and, then... and I was actually that freaked me out. I'm not gonna lie, because that was, Tua was out. Week. That was a crazy week. Tua was out, mm -hmm. and then someone did really good on his side. Or oh, and Derrick Henry was out. Yep. And, yeah. Oh, oh, so both Ooh. of those guys were out, and I was like, oh, I lost. And I don't forget, Damian that. Pierce was already on IR too. Yeah, mm -hmm. Damian Pierce was already on IR. I f like, I thought, I was like, oh, it's done with, like, my kid's going to win. And I think someone on Micah's team just, like, killed as well. Like, had an amazing game. And yeah. freaked me out. Um, but, but Sunday, we got the big... Mike Evans game, right? That pulled the one that like came out of. I think if that didn't happen, I don't. Of course, I wouldn't win. Yeah, over. 
game over. I mean, he I think, scored. I think if he scored you 35, you, you would have lost. Like, he needed every bit of that Mike Evans game to win. So let me read you that stat line. 43.7 points on 10 receptions, 207 yards, and three touchdowns. He doubled his touchdown output for the whole season, Mina. God. Holy crap, I didn't realize that. Dude, I honestly, I benched Mike Evans in one of my leagues because he was playing like shit, dude. Yeah. And boom, you like when you needed him the most, he comes up with a 40-piece. Like, that's crazy. He's, yep, that, he's that one player they say that like everyone wants to bench, yep. but they can't because of like they feel like they spent so much on him. You know? Well, that's actually going to be my question for you. So let's just say hypothetically you had a couple more receivers that were in that Mike Evans, you know, a little bit less than Mike Evans, but was putting up better numbers than him because in for your for your perspective, his best finish from week nine through 16 was wide receiver 32. That was his best finish. So he was really trash for that was seven weeks of just no eight weeks of just trash. Right. Yeah. So if you had like better depth, do you think you would have played him? You would have had the balls to play him or you think you would have, uh, man, I can't, I can't lose because of this guy. Like, I think, I think if none of my other players were injured and um, I would have played him, I would have been like, you know what? Like if he has, if he has a bad game, it's okay. Or like, if he's just the usual, it's okay because I know I can win Mm. with my team already with him not producing. But like, let's say I had a Tyler Lockett type of player, like Mm -hmm. to that status and with the injuries that I had, I would have started Tyler Lockett or I would have started anyone to that same um, caliber level, yeah. Rate, yeah, yeah, rating level. Yeah, man. So what a key. I mean, he he just saved it all up for you when you needed it most. It was, it was yeah. fitting. Perfect. Was there any dialogue between you and Micah throughout this week or was or throughout the, the championship um, that Sunday? No, I don't think I text him at all. I don't I don't think I talked any crap on um championship day to anyone. Um oh, just low key. Like yeah, when I we think I was, all counts. I was anxious. <laughs> I was so anxious. I was playing Jairus Jairus in um another league and then I was playing third place in uh my high money league. So I was just stressed out that whole day. But, yeah, it mm. turned out good. Well, I can tell you that Lance and I were not stressed out at all. We were just enjoying the ride, right? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was just fun to see. And we were texting back and forth, right, Lance? Mike Evans, like, oh, yeah. this guy is just over. Because I think at that point, Mahomes didn't do too good. But in the second half or something, he went ballistic. And, like, no one, like, you were down Henry and all these things. And I did not even think that Mike Evans was on your team when I was seeing him like blow up. I, I, I mean, all I said, I thought was he was on my bench in another league. I was like, yeah, like I didn't start him, but I did not know you had him on his team. So when I looked, I was like, holy shit, it's close. <laughs> it's actually yeah, it up. And, it was actually up and up going into that last game. Like, so, so Mina, were you, were you the defensive coordinator for, for the team that was guarding Mike Evans? 
the Carolina <laughs> Panthers, where you like just, uh, you know, this guy's gonna just run a go. Just, just let him go, guys. I mean, come on, three Mike, I need like go routes days. for touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Now you just text him, bro. He's like, "Yo, brother, Mike." Yeah, like, dude, if, I, if I had like, that power, <laughs> that would have been amazing. Yeah, I mean, I wish that was the case. Um, that I, I have the connections like that, but. Yeah, I'm just happy it turned out how it turned out at the end. I mean, let me just say that's embarrassing for the for the Panthers defense that everybody was like they're actually better than than we all think. But bro, you give you give Brady, old man Brady, and Mike Evans three goal routes for touchdowns. That's embarrassing. That's all. You yeah, know. It's, it's God. That's why you ain't in the playoffs. That's why you'll never be in the playoffs. You know, jeez. Anyway. And then Monday night happens, um, you know, tragedy. Um, Hamlin goes down. Game gets suspended, postponed, uh, canceled. Um, and you're you're losing, even though you're probably gonna win if the game just continued. You were losing. So what were your how what Dude, were your mind what was your mind going through there? I was so pissed off because I knew that game was mine at that point. Like once Tyler Boyd caught that first touchdown mm-hmm. i was like okay this is in the bag um like i'm guaranteeing winning it right now and then like and the way the Bengals were moving the ball during the time they were still crushing it like it was gonna um he was already driving and they're at that 50 yard line when that injury happened so i was like i was i was like okay this is in the bag and I thought my other league was in the bag too. And yeah, that did not happen. So Lance Commissioner, I mean, this was some we had a lot of discussions about what we're gonna do about this. Right. We Talk had to, to make, me. we had to call like a special a special counsel with uh Mina and Micah because we're like, dude, this has never happened before. So um we all got together and I think we came to an agreement that you know both parties were um, comfortable with and we went with it and you know you live with with the results but I just want to sh- shout out Daryl and his other league because his other commissioner is being a little bitch about it so Ooh. I mean yeah like Daryl was on the verge of getting written up because he was like swearing at his tech at work and the, te- the tech was like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell HR about this and Daryl's like shut the fuck up so what happened was that he was in the third place game and this happened right and he was up by like 0.5 and the other player had uh Dawson Knox playing and what he did was just called it he was like whatever whatever the score is it's done and I was like dude that's crazy because in every other league that we've done or that I was in that we took I mean I think we agreed that week you know the week 18 it was it um the next week's scores would be it and I thought that was perfectly fair um, but he didn't, and he's a little bit so had to tell that, had to put official on. Mm. Yeah, I was lucky, man. Like, it didn't even matter in, in our in our class league, Mina. Like, um, Danny had it won, regardless of, of Jamar Chase playing or not. So that was an easy, it didn't even matter on the decision on that one. And my other league, I the two managers took care of it themselves. You know, they're grown up. So, yeah, that's good job. Um I'm glad Mike uh, Micah was willing to because, I mean, there is a world where Micah uh, be like, nah, man, scores the score I want, right? Like, 
if he put up a fight, then it would have been it, it would have been kind of uncomfortable. So Mina, so Monday night, um, that happens, and then we got to use week 18. Bengals, I mean, that game was close. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't yeah, it easy. Wasn't, uh... Yeah, and it all mattered on T. Higgins, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, Tyler Boyd scored that first quarter touchdown against the Bills, and, you know, that that's a big that's difference maker. Yep. And I was like, okay, like, Boyd getting a touchdown this early on, that's a huge difference maker, you know. That's when of, and so, like, that week after, I was like, oh, it's still anything can go, you know. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, dude, and I mean, I don't know if you were, I'm sure you were following because that's your team, but T. Higgins had a lot of targets. Oh, yeah. A lot. And he only had one catch, so. I, I mean, he, that. It was a big difference, yeah. He had a couple, like, like Joe Burrow gave him a couple big, like, big play chances that he just, they just didn't connect. So, I mean, yeah, man. So, your mind must have just been like, oh. Happy, happy yeah. that 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 he was not um catching it, but also like, man, I want to win this game, right? Yeah, like it was, it was in between. At the end, I wanted whatever's the best for the Bengals. You know, it's my team first before fantasy, and I still believe that. So I was like, you know what? Like we we do have to win this game because we earn we should earn the right to play at home. For at least the first round. So I wanted that win, even though it would cost me this championship. I would want that win still. And I'm happy I got the best of both worlds. But in the end, right? You took the yeah. win, uh, Lance. I mean, just overall, Mina season, top to bottom. Um, I mean, it seemed like he just coasted the whole time, but he made some good moves. Um, he he it wasn't just all roses and butterflies, right? So what a what a season. Congratulations, Mina. You know, first, I mean, the first to crack, to try to crack that dynasty, you know, three straight. So congrats. Um, yeah, looking at your team, doing this year um, overview, you pulled off some very masterful trades that brought you to the finish line. So good job, man. Thank you. Thank you, Kamish. Appreciate and, it. And, and just to clarify, so Daryl doesn't um, get thrown under the bus he he said just first to three, not three in a row. So don't worry, Mina. You don't have to win three in a row. Give somebody else a chance. No, he um, said three in a row. He said. Three. I think he walked it back though. Later, he's he okay. meant first to three. Because you know Daryl could never live up to three in a row. I mean, three in a row. That's, that's... He was trying to go back to back first time in class league, but you know, had to prevent that, that this year. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. So congrats, Mina. I mean, looking at your roster, I'm. You know, just I'm gonna just review it real quick, just to give you kind of a, a prognosis on your future. I mean, you got like CD Lamb is your anchor, so you'll have him, and it seems like Travis Kelsey is gonna be great until the day he retires, and Joe Burrow, right? So those are your three three main pieces. Um, but there is, you know, everybody's a little older now, so I'm I don't think you're gonna be you're not a lock next year let's just put it that way got some work to do i'm always a lot bro (laughs) always a lot and you don't got picks i mean your first pick is the 303 Ooh, i don't know what you think lance just future year two 
Well, why don't you guys make your prediction today? What's your guys' um, your two favorites? My two favorites? I'm back, sorry. What, oh, what's God. your like top favorites? For I'm next winning year? it next year. Top three, top three favorites. Top three favorites um, for next year? Yeah, give us er- like way too early odds. Way or too early odds. So before, that's before the draft and everything, huh? Let's see. Let's see. You know, yeah, I got okay, okay. I gotta put, I gotta put, Josen number one. I'm gonna put Josen at the top. Mm. You know, I gotta. Yep, I gotta put Josen at the top. He's not even one week out of like his championship. He's like, nope, not the favorite next year. He, he wanted the he wanted the too early, too early um stuff, man. And and you know, I mean T Law, T Law, Diggs, ETN, Josh Allen. I mean, I gotta put him at the top. I'm sorry. I mean, Mina, you, know, you asked for it, right? This is you knew you knew yeah, it was coming. Yeah, I mean, did, did he make it past the first round this year? Or? No, he didn't. Oh. Which I mean, ooh, yeah, <laughs> chosen. What happened? And then, and then, let me see, let me see. And then, you know what? Let Dark Horse. I got your boy Lance over here. I got him. Yes, I got him in the top. He's my. I got you at number two right now, bro. Oh, that's disrespectful. That's just, wow, okay. you know, you're going a little too far with, you that. know, we got, we, you know, it's for the content, you know, you, cause you got, you got the one Oh two. So that's a, you got something, something brewing over yeah, here. Cause we got Deshaun Watson coming back and we got Dak under the radar, but I mean, nah, man, no rate, no, none of that. And we got Jalen Waddle. I mean, we got some, some stuff and, you know, bounce back from JT. I mean, come on and, now. And look at his IR. Ooh. Yeah. Look, Hey, drafts coming up 102. And then let me see my number three. I mean, Mina, I mean, you got to be number three, right? Oh, I don't know, man. You might put Daryl or something at this point. I'm not sure. Daryl, I mean, Daryl's missing a quarterback. If he had one more QB, maybe. But I got to put you at number three, I guess. You know, give you some, put a little, put a smidge of respect. On top of the disrespect, so we got we got you at number three, um, but maybe number two, maybe maybe Lance will be number three in my 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 power rankings. But that was just a little. No, you know, I love it. I love it. You know, we gotta keep. You gotta keep. You know, keep your keep you honest, keep keep you honest and and keep gotta you keep hungry, them. right? Like you know. I mean, it's always hungry. I'm you always know. hungry. Yep. And. And don't forget, Micah. Micah still got Pat Mahomes and, and, and Justin Fields. So you got a good uh, top group over there. Um, I'll be watching again from the bottom, at least for one more year. But, you know, guys, just it's going to come like like lightning. You guys aren't going to see it coming. And you'll be like, whoa, what happened? Why is he at the top now? You know, it might happen one day. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's the goal. Well, Mina, how are you feeling about the 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 two way too early uh, predictions? I love it. Thoughts? I love it. I mean, it's getting me going. I'm trying to even make some pickups pretty soon, but I'm I'm ready Ooh. for next season already. You know, I'm gonna start making moves. I mean, Lance, it is. It, it. I mean, when you think about it, it is a little. Sounds a little disrespectful, right? Because I put you in the top three. That was ninth place. 
I put Joe's in as number one, and he didn't even make it out of the first round. And Mina, the champion, is all the way at number two or three. It's like, I can see, I can see how people, you know, you might think that's a little crazy, but I mean, the heart wants what it wants. And I mean, we got a whole off season coming up. So, I mean, who's to say moves aren't going to be made and teams get stronger and these power rankings, like preseason power rankings train. So, um, to, I think, address Mina, I think uh, we're going to open up free agency after the Super Bowl. I think we just need a little bit more break for fantasy football. Let's enjoy regular football. And I think uh, we're going to set free agency so everything will be open um, after the Super Bowl. Perfect. Yeah, bro. And Josen, your one, your QB punch, Alan Lawrence. Says, I think it's the best in the league. Let's just—I think it might argue. be the best in the league. Hard to argue. Him and Micah. That's 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 your challenge, Mina. You gotta hope Tua is back. You know, that's I think that's a big, that's a big key. Oh yeah, I think yeah. it come down to that, and then just like. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Hopefully no injuries. Everyone comes back to the fullest. But yeah. I'll see. Yeah, bro. I mean, you got the you got the chip, so I mean, when it's all said and done, you're the only one who has the championship. First ever one. Nobody can take that away from you, so um I mean, I was rooting against you all year, but I guess it does. Yeah, I guess it doesn't. You know. I picked you in our original ranking, so you know, yeah. right? <laughs> so one might say I I reverse jinxed you to win it because I was rooting against you the whole time. But that that probably is the case. And I, mean, I believed in you. <laughs> you did, but there was points when you're like trying to jump ship, Daryl, and then <laughs> I mean the the Daryl takes Lance. The one both of us was just on his train, like. That was like did not age well, well no, whatsoever. That was when he was, um, like the beginning of his like five game, hard game stretch, and then I think he came out with like two wins in a row, or something, and he was making moves. Yeah, and we we jumped him all the way up to two. And you guys said he was a dark horse into playoffs, and he was gonna make the biggest upset, and it had me. The podcast really made me believe. And you know what, though? I mean, I think part that take, I mean, it's half. I think it was it could have been correct. If Daryl did make it to the playoffs, I think people would have would have been worried because his team top end once Chase came back was legit. So with Hertz and Chase, but he just never showed up and didn't want to start the right players and start players that were hurt. And he just you know, tripped all over himself towards the middle end of the season. But this isn't a talk shit to, about Daryl podcast. This was a congratulate <laughs> Mina, throw you some flowers, you know, celebrate the champ. Champs going champ. You got a whole off season to just, to just gloat and show it up. I mean, man, I missed, it's been a while. I haven't won a title in any league in like a couple few years, actually. So I miss it. Well, appreciate it, you guys. And I look yeah. forward to next season. Yep, we're going to have some changes coming up. I think we'll just release an episode like dedicated to what we're thinking coming this offseason. But, yeah, I mean, good luck next week, boys. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, any last words, Mina, before we, you know, close this, this uh, championship interview podcast? Well, you guys get ready to get your ass kicked next year again because I'm coming for the repeat, bro. And I ain't going to stop. Yeah. I ain't stopping. Ain't gonna... You got you got your one. Now you're hungry for more, right? Like, Yeah. it, you know, you got the drive to keep going. You ain't you ain't satisfied with just one. No, no, not at all. No, I'm ready to no, keep. you ain't LeBron. I'm taking names and I'm kicking ass, bro. And I Yeah. have I have an, a list of enemies now. And I'm going to take <laughs> each one of you guys out. yeah. Uh, sorry, Josen. Sorry, guys. I mean, but Mina's team is getting older. So maybe that's all I got to say, Mina. I mean, if you want an honest, honest reflection on your team, Say it's it's the age might show a little bit, but we'll see if I I might be wrong. Travis Kelsey is like an ageless wonder. He's like you know the tenth wonder of the world. I feel like so. We'll We'll see. see. We'll definitely see. But anything else you want to add, Lance? Before we we say say goodbye. Nope. Like, good luck in the playoffs. I mean, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a great uh, championship game in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, good luck to your teams. We'll Yep, talk let's to you again. enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. Let, I'm rooting for a Bengals Niners Super Bowl because I know what happened the last couple times we challenged you guys in the Super Bowl. So let's let's It's go. definitely History. not going to repeat itself. Let, let's repeat that history. With all that, we will conclude episode 31 of the Fast Movers Dynasty podcast. Uh, just enjoy the next few weeks of football, and then Dynasty our league will just resume after that. Adios. Peace. Thank you.